Welcome to another episode of Truth with Ruth. My name is Ruth Ruckel, and today I have hanging out with me in my back room at my house, my one of my best friends, Gifty Edwards. Say hey, Gifty. Hey, Gifty. <laughs> um, we are, pray for us guys, because we recorded a whole women's night last night, and two of our mics were not set up to record, so we're just keeping our fingers crossed that it, that um, the Hedge Fests with Beta House Studios are going to get all that worked out, and it's going to be amazing, and you're going to be able to hear the audio. Um, I had all four of my girlfriends in town last night, and we did a whole um, two episodes on relationships and journeying and friendship. It was awesome, huh? Yes, it was. We have 40 women at the house, yes. uh, and it was packed. I, I'm learning in this season of life that... Uh, when I ask God for what I want, he's going to exceed uh, my expectations. And so I just feel like personally, I don't know if any of you are in this season, but I feel like personally I'm in a season of uh, getting my expectations, not just met, but exceeded. So I'll take it because we had a 40 woman limit and and mm. I had <laughs> over 40 people, over 40 women here last night and some of them weren't even the original ones that registered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't remember. It doesn't even matter. Uh-huh. It was great. It was impactful. And today we just kind of crashed out and <laughs> ate some good barbecue. Catfish for me. <laughs> yes. Well, I was with her on that. So I wanted to pop on here and kind of... Gifty has been in my life uh, for, gosh, how old is Soraya? Soraya's 10. So she was four, I think, when I met you. Mm -hmm. She was not in kindergarten yet, I don't believe. So for for a while, what? That would be six six. years? Mm -hmm. Six years. uh, We met at a different church that we were both going to. And we kind of talked about this last night. But anyway, we met at a different church we were going to um, until that abruptly came to an end for me in that place. And Gifty just chose to not go there anymore. But um, this was, gosh, long before we were doing, obviously, what we're doing right now. And that's kind of where we wanted to go today on this podcast. We just sat for 30 minutes processing <laughs> what we were going to talk about. Because we wanted, we're like, oh, oh, too soon for that one. Mm, okay, not ready. I mean, they'll be ready, but not yet. And so there's wisdom in honesty. Yep. You have to have wisdom in truth. That is so. Facts. That is a little nugget I'm going to drop right there for you. Boom. <clears throat> Forgive my voice. I'm drinking some hot water and honey. Um, but, yeah, you got to have some wisdom and truth <laughs> and know <laughs> what people are ready for and not just what you're ready to give them. Yes, that's, that's really good that you said that. Um, wisdom will help you understand that because sometimes you may recognize, see something, or even if something is shared with you, Wisdom will keep you from saying the wrong thing at the wrong or the right thing at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's the key that I just got. I mean, I just dawned on me right now as we're you talking did. about. Yeah, I got wisdom. We gave out uh, prophetic keys last night at the women's event, and it was really cool to watch the women. Um, they like multiple woman yeah. after woman. Oh my gosh, that was my word of the year. Oh my gosh, this is the very thing I struggle with. And I mean, we prayed over them, and and it, it, I just love Gifty saying, "Won't he do it?" <laughs> Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. And he did. It was incredible. Um, And I know I've briefly touched on this on a few different podcasts about how we run a ministry called Abide, which um, when it started, it wasn't a ministry. It was just Orion and myself. Orion's my husband. And it was Orion and myself. We had come out of a really... um, a really stressful and not amazing situation with uh, a church we had been in and had to make some decisions on where we wanted to go next or what we wanted to do. And we just were looking for worship. We honestly, we just said, Hey, if there's one thing that we love, that's super important to us. It's, it's a, it's the presence of God and it's finding that in worship. And so we went after worship and we, um, we went after, we, we found people we knew that were for us because in this season or this time of our life, we had lost our entire people group. Um, we had no friends, really. I mean, we had people that would come around a little bit, but we had no genuine friends left from the um, encounter that we had had. And so we were in a rebuilding season. Yeah. And so it was – and I don't think that we had ever been through something quite like that ever before. Um, and, and so uh, Gifty was one of the people, her and her husband were some of the people that when everything and the poop hit the fan, they saw and stuck by our side, not just with their words and their prayers, but with their actions as well too. Like I see there's this over here and that's fine, but I can't reconcile the the two together so I'm actually going to pull myself out of that situation with you and I'm going to stand by your side physically not just emotionally and um and in prayer which I'm not saying everybody has to do this I'm saying they chose to do this and and that you guys you need people like that in your life you need people that will stand up for justice with you and um, ride the wave into the new season and not operate off of what everybody else is doing (laughs) or may seem right. Um, And so that was a really big deal because part of the way that I'm why, I mean, I'm I'm partially an acts of service girl, but I'm very justice oriented in in who I am as a person and like fight for people like (laughs) – I will stand by your side. I would leave an entire people group to like, you know, for the unknown with you just because that's that's me. That's just the way that I'm wired. So to have someone do that for me, whether she did it for those purposes or not is irrelevant. It, it actually was a catalyst for a great relationship that we have been able to cultivate and um, really just hone in over the last five years or so. Yeah. Um, so what did, I mean, abide. We had our first worship night. So what abide is, what abide is, is it's, it started as a worship night. Mm-hmm. 
We had no agenda. We still honestly don't have an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Your agenda is to create a space and a place for people to have an encounter with God and the Holy Spirit. Freedom. Freedom. Yes. Yeah, like Braveheart. <laughs> Maybe with not the killing. Freedom. We only want to kill demons. <laughs> you know, that happens too. Yeah. So anyway, um, not to freak everybody <laughs> out. But it just it was just worship. And so I we told Gifty what we were doing. They're like, hey, we're in. She, you were at our first worship night. I we had all of them until I moved. Yeah, we we uh, we would have them bring a porta crib and stick their kids <laughs> in our closet to sleep. <laughs> just one of them, because yeah. he just needed his sweet rest in Jesus' name. <laughs> mm-hmm. It worked. It was good. I wish I thought of the melatonin, <laughs> melatonin gummies then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yep don't take parenting Just advice from kidding. us that's <clears throat> all good anyway so we <laughs> we started there and this has been abide this is almost year four of abide so we're in the we're in the midst of year four we started september of 2015 no 2016 2016 mm-hmm. september of 2016 was our first worship night and it was amazing it was everything we had it was exactly what our heart heart's desire was for worship right and it was incredible we had just so what i've noticed a lot of people do and i and i'm guilty of it too i've done this and i think there's seasons for it and then you need to grow up um is a lot of people will chase a conference for the presence their whole life, a Christian uh-huh. conference. Uh-huh. And I did that for um, like 10 years almost. I mean, just going after, probably seven years, going after healing, going after knowledge and wisdom and information and just things that weren't available okay. locally in my region. And then it got to a point where, you know, when you're you're pursuing these worship nights and you're you're paying money to go do this thing, which is totally fine. I'm I'm all for that. But their heart's desire for you and they they communicate it in all these things is for you to actually cultivate that in your own region. Right. And so the light bulb came on for me and Orion and we're just like, Well, we I was like, look, I have been to enough conferences. I should be able to cultivate the presence of God. And where I see a lot of people get stuck is they keep going to conferences well a lot of people may not understand or know either right you know what i mean because if if they're used to uh going and chasing and maybe that's what's being presented to them or encouraged for them and they really don't understand of how to understand the fullness in them then i mean we can't necessarily blame them too for going and chasing and doing that when they don't understand either Right. So it's good where some somebody like you and Orion they'll step step out and create a space for people like that and to understand, hey, you don't have to all the time go to all these different places to have an encounter with God, but you can literally create an atmosphere of space for where people can come and and do it. Well, not people to come, but you're teaching people how to create a space or a free of a place of freedom to worship. And it doesn't have to necessarily be at a bide, but it can be at their home also. Correct. Right. Yeah. 
Like, there's nothing that separates us from the people we've all watched on stage. Right, right. We carry the same anointing, the same presence, the same, because we all have the same Jesus inside of us. It's at what level are you willing to activate right. his person inside of you to right. shift the atmosphere in your region? Yeah. So I basically got to that realization finally. And I was like, we should be able to do this ourselves. I should not be codependent on another conference. And don't hear what I'm not saying. I am not saying that to go to conferences is bad. Right. I am not saying that gaining knowledge is bad. I am not saying that any of that is wrong. I am saying that if that consumes you more than you cultivating the presence of God in your region, then you may want to check yourself. Right. That's all I'm saying. And you're, you're speaking of the journey in that. Correct. The journey. And so we, we just, we did it. And it was, um, it's almost like you sit in that. I'm still, I told Gifty today. I was like, I never want to lose that on wonder. It's not like I don't believe that God is going to do and exceed my expectations. But I just, I like last night, I just sat back. I'm like, man, they, it happened. Like it, I never want to get to that point where I'm not amazed at what he just did. Right. I mean, even though I know I'm putting in the hard work and I'm doing what it takes, it's still, still like it's, It's amazing. He's also showing you your love language. You know what I mean? He's showing you. Everybody in this house, uh, your family is rocking your merch. You know what I mean? dope. And your heart is that you want to see that type of support. And you saw it. Not only that, you see people coming together for something that you asked for. So it's also him showing his love language to you. Oh, that's good. I didn't even think about that. I like that. This is why we're processing this out on the podcast. (laughs) Um. And honestly, three and a half years ago, if you would have told me that I'd be, not that it hasn't been prophesied or said or whatever, I just, I'm like, eh, I'd be <laughs> having 40 women in my house to do a women's event. I, I'm like, mm, nope, nope, thank you. But I did because God is good and God loves me as much as he loves all those women mm-hmm. and he loves the plans he has for me. So with that being said, um, Gifty has just, She's been a constant, a constant friend and a constant voice over the last three and a half years, kind of like, and I know I mentioned this on another podcast, kind of like your own personal cheer, cheerleader. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm calling to process one thing and she's explaining to me who I am <laughs> and don't you understand this Ruth and da, 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 da. And now she heads up our whole intercessory prayer team for abide. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I remember when you first asked me to do that, I said, you, me, (laughs) but you know, I was like, okay. Cause I was already kind of hearing to kind of move in that direction. And I'm like, leave it to Ruth to call me right at this point in time and say, Hey, can you do this? And I'm like, I sure can. (laughs) She's born for it. I'm telling you guys, she's born for it. I mean, she had a spreadsheet going. She has a, like a link attached to something like all these things. And that's the benefit of loving, having people love you that are wired completely different than you. I said, you know, gifty that looks amazing. I did not have a vision for it. I just knew that I had a vision for her. And so that is what she stepped into was, my vision for her and trusted that, okay, yep, I know I'm supposed to be connected to this thing, whatever it is, whatever God's doing here, I'm supposed to be connected to this. And our hearts, 
So to kind of um, backtrack a little bit, uh, we were still, we had, we had started, we were in another church for a couple of years while building Abide, and that did not last super long, not not because of anything other than our time had run its course there. I was there with you. She, she was there with us. I said, hey, Gifty, I'm going here. Want to come? They have a kids program. <laughs> I got the kids. They got to go somewhere. They got to yep. go somewhere. Yep. And she did. She. I did. I was like, okay. <laughs> what I love about Gifty, too, is she can always find something super positive in any situation. <laughs> We're not going to even. <laughs> well, okay. It's good. But let me help you. <laughs> let me, <laughs> I know where you're going. It's perspective. Well, let, that, there you it's go. It's perspective. It is perspective. And it, it is because of, again, my journey and <laughs> where I had to go with perspective. Because <laughs> I understood that my initial perspective is not always the wisest perspective <laughs> to go off of, right? And it took a lot of, you know, it took a lot of, I had, man, I had to humble myself big time to even get to that point because otherwise what I saw and I'm like, nope, not, nope, I, I'm not going to be able to do it. And then I can easily miss out, miss out on something simple of what God is doing or wanted to do in my life because of I could not see the perspective of what was in front of me or what he had going on. So that's all it took was a few times. I don't know about a few times, but it probably took a lot of times to get me to this point. So when I'm talking to you, Ruth, I'm not talking to you just to be like, I'm t- talking I from experience to let you know, man. I'm, I'm, I know. Yeah. I'm yeah. very aware. I hope our, I just hit these little green buttons on my mic board <laughs> and hoping that everything pre this was recorded because. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I mean, maybe it was meant to start from this point. I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna find, we're gonna out, find today. out. Yeah, it's it's gonna be real talk. But um, <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. So we it, once we knew we were supposed to leave that place. Um, it was really funny because and and I hope my hope is that this this helps someone. I yeah. mean, because I, I grew, I did not grow up in church. I grew up with Christian parents. I grew up with, um, I grew up with a mom and a dad who were very, uh, we didn't go, we had church at home. So that wasn't abnormal for me. Um, I didn't start going to church until, uh, I was in junior high. So, I had gone off and on, maybe attended a Sunday school here and there, but I did not, I was not raised in church. I was raised to know Jesus. So um, the thing my parents always said is, it was interesting. They said, we don't want to raise you in a, we don't want to raise you in religion. We want to raise you in relationship. Although I will say there's a lot of religion (laughs) in the home. So it's all what you're cultivating. Even you don't just because you're not in a church doesn't mean there isn't a religious spirit attached to what you're teaching. So I'm going to say that as well too. Right. And because I've had to get set free from a lot of that stuff because I didn't know what it was. Um, and so anyway, so for me to, to come out of that situation at, at the church, we, the second church we left, in a great, you know, loving way, 
I just, Orion looks at me, hey, where are we going to go now? And I said, my bed. I'm <laughs> Bedside Baptist uh, missionary um, <laughs> loving Christian church. I said, I'm going to sleep. Where stars are great and anointed. Exactly. <laughs> where the dreamers go. <laughs> <laughs> and dream dreams of greatness. <laughs> uh, because I had just gotten to a place where I'm like, would the person that I am, if I am in your establishment or your church or whatever, I'm going to give you my all because that's, I don't know how to do anything else. I'm going to see for you. I'm going to try to be, have strat. I see strategies. I see all of these things. And, um, I've learned that a lot of people really like that, but they like the idea of it more than the action attached to it. And that's for a person that like me, that's wired like me to do and to build and to create a structured environment like that per se is not the best for my personality because it doesn't enable me to be free. It, it, able, it only enables me to be subject to someone else's version of freedom for me. And I'm speaking only of myself right, right now. Right. But I hope that what I'm saying is being understood. So I just told Orion, I'm not supposed to be in another, I'm not, I am not called to do something traditional and I not poo pooing anything, but I'm not called to do something traditional. I said, babe, God's given us this at this point abide. We were having like, I don't know, 100, 150 people show up at our house every, every, it was growing. Yeah, it was growing. Each time it would get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you started having teens helping with other stuff, prophecies and oh, yeah. all this other stuff. So it just started drawing more and more people um, here at worship night. Yeah. And so um, I just said, I think that we're supposed to dump our time and energy into what's happening in our home because uh, that's where God's anointing is for us. Right. And uh, Orion, he'll still go visit churches and he'll still do things. And I did for a little while. I would go and, um, and I would, you know, visit or whatever. And we love local church. We, well, we love the local buildings that the church goes to, <laughs> but I, I just, for me, I wanted, I wanted to build family and I've, I personally, Again, I'm talking about myself. I have never encountered deep connection with family outside of a home. And so I wanted, because that's where you're vulnerable. I'm allowing you inside my space to see all of me, not the portion I want to show you, mm -hmm. not the one I feel safe and secure with, mm -hmm. but all of me, all of me. And, um, that's where wisdom comes in and discernment to know what and who is coming through your door, mm -hmm. but not to stop them because of fear. And so um, we just kept our focus on the home because I really believed that God is, is going to redeem family because the world has taken it and so distorted the mm -hmm. word to look like what heaven never intended it to look like. Right. And so I said, we're going to freedom fight for family. And we are going to rebuild healthy family. And I don't 
always have a clear picture of what that looks like, <laughs> but I don't think that I'm supposed to. I think that, that if you know everything that's going to happen, then it almost stifles you from doing it. It, it takes away the trust factor in your relationship with God. Right, because even, even in stepping out to do something like that, you, you know, he's going to work on you too. You know what I mean? And something that you might have not looked at as a perspective or a direction in family, he'll bring to light and you'll show, oh, wow, okay, now I get it. You know what I mean? So it's um when, when you go after something or you open yourself to something, you're also opening yourself to whatever he's trying to do, especially for this area. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I think that was good. It was, it was a no brainer to kind of jump on that because I was already about family and, um, then the way it was set up, it's not meant to be like something for someone has to always come right there. It's a, uh, basically a setup where people can learn about themselves, be empowered, they can grow and then go be great. Right. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then there are some people who will journey yeah. the entire time with you. But I mean, it's just basically being able to come to that place. Sometimes you can't get to that place individually and taught or given tools or anything uh, focused on what you may need. And uh, this is an environment where you can do that. How has Abide um, shifted or changed? Like, how's it impacted your family? Like, and perspective and ideas and things? Because you're a PK, a pastor's kid. Oh, yes, Lord. See, I did grow up in a church my enti- all my life. I had not had fight. Well, maybe, but <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Um, it is a totally different concept because I'm from Texas, and that's the Bible Belt. So, you know, that's a whole nother level of religion. But I can say that I got a lot of good training and tools, but I in, I like the freedom in California. And so coming, um, partnering with you with Abide, I like more because, it, again, it allows you a certain level of freedom. It wasn't um, this system of where you literally have to stay in this type of system or mindset, but it was really dealing with more of the kingdom because a lot of times um, we get stuck in, and I'm, trying to (laughs) use my words so carefully. You're doing a great job. You know, um, we get stuck in the sense of, um, oh, uh, yes, I am trying to use my words very wisely. A rut? I said I'm trying to use my words. I know. You you said we get stuck in a... The sense of how people would look at and... um, God or certain ways that a cycle yes or how things are being taught biblically and um, the mindset it's being taught in and not necessarily in the freedom of what God is saying or the spirit is saying and so um, I like that about abide because it opened up a door for um, a level of freedom and really thinking more kingdom than thinking more in a religion. And when you say religious, it's not saying going off of the religion. It's just, you know how you do something over and over and over. Repetitive. Yes. So that's when you deal with, that's what I'm more saying about as far as religious. And, and it's, and it's not 
necessarily making the impact that it could because it's it's only staying in this sense and not growing in necessarily what it could because of the mindset of how it has to go and how it has to be set up. Right. Right. Instead of recognizing sometimes um, a new system or a new way, and I'm not saying outside of the Bible. I'm just saying a new way to do the same thing. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that, that I just, I just, it's a, I'm going to, we're at 28 minutes right now. <laughs> I'm going to talk about um, the, the fallout or the impact that it has when you make a choice that is not the choice everybody else is making in the next podcast. That's good. We're going to continue on because the reality is when you choose to step out in um, audacious faith in whatever it is God's asking you to do for us, it was this for you. It might be something different, right? Um, you will find that, that everybody has an opinion, right? So I'm going to leave that right on the table right there. And I'm going to say thank you for listening. And, um, if you want to hear the continuation of this, you're going to come back and hang with me and gifty for another 30 minutes while we wrap it up and it'll be fun. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for making the choice to uh, turn on truth with Ruth. And we love you and we appreciate every single one of you. Uh, So with that being said, peace out. Peace.